0: Hey, it's Adam here, coming to you from the editing desk to let you know that there is actually another place that you can catch us, and that's as guests for the awesome podcast The Simpsons Index. We recently joined Elliot and BT, uh, brought along our intern as well, Sydney musician Jack R. Riley, for the largest panel that they have ever had, discussing three Simpsons episodes, each from a different era of the show, and getting varying levels of upset about each of them. Although... One of the episodes, I will say, is actually Nathan's favourite Simpsons episode of all time. If you're listening to this episode the day that it comes out, well, the Simpsons Index will be dropping tomorrow, April 23rd, 2021. So if you head over to the Simpsons Index and subscribe, you'll know exactly when that happens. Otherwise, um, if you're listening sometime beyond that, you can just search it out and find us there. And you'll also find that we've been on a couple of other times on the Simpsons Index as well. So plenty to go and check out. And with that... Andrew, if you could just sit down, please. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can't be standing in this post-COVID world.
1: <laughs> Adam is our new COVID No, I'm the hmm. hygiene
2: yeah. warden.
1: Oh, Damn, COVID Marshall sucks so
2: bad. It's awful. Oh god, right, well, you've, you've actually been. Oh, are yeah. you the COVID <laughs> Marshall? No, I've just done a few shifts of it. <laughs> I sold someone a ticket the other day, and they were like, "Oh, are we still gonna have to wear masks?" Then I was like, how the fuck
1: would I know? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Like, why are you asking me
2: that? Hmm.
1: We thought we'd keep it round for a bit. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> it's actually going to be part of the show. We're yeah. Masks, sorry, we can't, yeah. we can't ditch it now. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you have to wear an old mask that you <laughs> haven't
3: washed. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: And you have to talk like this all yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah, you're a
3: bane mask. You're a big disease for oh, you.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Everybody want to be some fat tycoon, everybody want to be on a tropic honeymoon, nobody want to sing a little bit out of tune, or be the backbone of a rebel platoon, now this is pod racing. We are Hottest 100s and 1000s and we have taken control of your radio station. This is the Pod Podcast in which we talk about the songs that have been deemed hot enough to be in the Triple J Hottest 100. My name is David Jim Chung. I'm one of the four voices you're going to be hearing for the next hour. Or so joining me once again Andrew McDonald. Yo. Adam Buncher. Yo. Nathan Harrison. Yo. He's fucking yeah. teasing me, is that? No, like, I, okay. I was it was yes and. Okay, right. Okay.
2: I can't like if if two have like No, you have to yeah. yeah, yeah, you're obliged. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's a rule of
1: threes, baby. Yeah, it's what we're I about. Know, I, was, I,
0: was, I think that was supposed. I could have said okay. like
1: "Yo Go" or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gorilla <laughs> back, space yeah. order Give us all our yoga back. <laughs> no way, banana breath. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I oh, want to thank you Yogo yeah. For bringing all Back all our yoga.
0: Actually there's uh, <laughs> David's return He's, he's <laughs> not, not as,
1: as much As through this. He needs to just Go through this yeah. Yeah. Well we
3: are proudly Sponsored by Yogo
1: yeah.
2: so
3: I would be proud to be
1: people, Do people even know What Yogo is People, people that want? listen To this podcast Absolutely know What Yogo is A lot of
0: different People listen to the podcast I don't know whether Everyone knows What <laughs> Yogo is
3: If you don't know What Yogo is It was a very tasty Chocolate yogurt From was the it 90s It very tasty
1: <laughs> yogurt no, Don't <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no, he was teasing you then. When you were a kid, it was. Did mm. you not think? I don't know. What did you prefer? Like a humble Greek yogurt. <laughs> As a kid, that was your treat, was it?
2: <laughs> my yogurt gorilla. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yogurt
2: gorilla. <laughs> yeah. The, my yogurt gorilla.
1: <laughs> Papa, may I have my yogurt gorilla. <laughs> Mm-mm. Delicious. At number 90, this is the return of New Order with 60 miles an hour. In the 2001 Hottest 100, with 60 Miles an Hour, the lead single from their comeback album, New Order, Get Ready. then the first time we are hearing from this band since season one. Which is, like, very funny that they... They're telling us to be ready when they just
0: took (laughs) it. It's like (laughs) arrogance, right? Audacity.
1: Yes. So the last time we heard from New Order was in 1993. Uh, We talked about two songs of theirs. Uh, World, The Price of Love came in at number 86. And Regret from the same album came in at number 65. But uh, yeah, it's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new order. It's Andrew McDonald.
3: It is. We've also spoken about them Mm. in passing with the various covers of Blue Monday, Bizarre. Oh yes, oh that orgy, (laughs) the orgy one, yeah, yeah. Blue (laughs) Monday,
1: orgy, and uh, Bizarre Love (laughs) Triangle by Frente.
3: Well rendered, yes. Um, Have we talked about
0: the cover versions of any other bands' work more than we've talked about New Order?
1: Fascinating question. I I will. I will look into the archives. Perhaps. Yeah, it's like I
0: I can't. I can't recall because it's like there's two songs, and Mm. we've definitely talked about. One song mm. as a cover. <laughs> There's no of quick a band. way to look it up. There's no quick no, way, really really no way to look <laughs> it really up. Yeah.
3: Um, but yes, uh, you are right, David. This was from their first record in eight years, um, and uh, indeed the last record to feature the so called classic lineup of New Order. But uh, this uh, track, if, if you know any New Order songs, you probably know Blue Monday and Bizarre Love Triangle, um, yes. or the, the, that kind of sound. And obviously, by this point, this is obviously well beyond their. I guess, so-called heyday. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think you can really tell that with this song as well. I, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting this is a vote for the band kind of thing, but this is a far more straightforward or just electronic rock song than it is reflecting any of what you would come to consider to be the hallmark traditional sounds of New Order, like the house beats and the danceable stuff. In fact, David Brown, music journalist, when he was reviewing this record and this track, saying, um, he, in his words, never said it's stronger or more vigorous and that the album is a stunning and confident return to form and their, wor- their first work in 15 years that's focused on songwriting and performance rather than grafted dance techniques. And that last part in particular, I think, is quite true. This does feel like a, a, like a track that's less focused on, in their words, grafted dance techniques and more on uh, like songwriting structures, kind of thing like that. But that's not what I go to New Order for. Is the thing like this? Does feel yeah. like more of a, well, I guess what you'd call a traditional, not not singer songwriter in a sense that it's got that kind of folk aesthetic, and obviously does not. But it feels like a song written by a band who are writing verse chorus song structure songs. And the best new order songs aren't that. They are songs to play in the club. They are songs for DJs to remix. They are songs that are you there to get your feet pumping you know
2: yeah like I like this but like anyone could have yeah. made this song and, and New Order are a, a kind of a special band for what they came out of and what they've done yeah, yeah.
1: So, I can see that I think there are a couple of little things that still remind me that this is a New Order song uh, the big one, obviously, being Peter Hook's bass playing. Yeah, yeah, that incredibly washed out, like <laughs> super tone heavy melodic. like Like, that irresistible bassline. Like no one else is getting that high up the fretboard. Like the second you you're up there, you're just like, oh, you're playing hooky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and um uh, Bernard uh, Summers, Summers' vocals as well, also carry a pretty distinct kind of sound to them because, yeah, he has that right mix of... I I guess it's slightly nasal and, you know, there's a slight accent to it. So, like, when he sings, you you can't mistake it for anyone else, for me. I can definitely see this, yeah, being seen as, yeah, I guess, atypical of what we've come to expect of New Order, but, like, to be fair, this is 2001. Like, we are well before, like, the 80s revival you yeah, know yeah. like if they if they'd come through with you know the big hair and the synths and the, you know the fucking Roland V drums with like the octagon shaped fucking toms and shit everyone just been like what the fuck are you guys doing you're embarrassing yourselves they had to kind of just change with the times a little bit and You know, I feel like uh, the album Get Ready is uh, kind of an an example of that. They are very distinctly an 80s band, you know, and so to kind of recontextualize themselves in a new decade and a new sound, you know, that definitely comes with, you know, hits and misses, but I've always loved this song. Weirdly, this is the first New Order song I ever heard. I was about 10 years old. This had a, like a very uh, like true to its title, uh, like a, a car centric video, right? Video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where he's just driving along and rocking out, and he holds up a tape and he goes, "New Order, man."
3: <laughs> yeah, the, and the, the most memorable part of the video, is he has a bear suit. That looks
2: like a really realistic yeah, bear. That's and right. And like crawls around as the bear.
3: Oh,
1: so and it's wild. always good
2: when a music video dubs dialogue and stuff over the song. It's just it, like, yeah. it's good.
1: Yeah, like into funk or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it just adds a bit more of a cinematic nature. to Because I think kind even in this one, there's a bit where the song cry, like cuts the, out. The car crash it cuts out and then comes back in. Yeah. It's like oh, that's you want to hear the song
2: normally? That's no. al-
1: that's <laughs> always Yeah, because if you want to listen to the normal song, you can just put on the CD or whatever, you know. You're watching the video, man. This is an experience. So, I remember seeing this on Rage, but I also distinctly vividly remember this being a mainstay of Channel 10's Sports Tonight. This, <laughs> this, my friends, is a fucking montage song. You can sync up 60 miles an hour with a fucking ripper goal in soccer, or, you know, like racing over the finish line, or, you know, like the whole football team coming together yeah. to celebrate at the end. Yeah, nailing that perfect bowl in bocce. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Ooh, you love you, that. Oh, you
0: man. Just sorry, it. Adam, Adam <laughs> the Italian guy, is more <laughs> like, that, that's, that's a moray. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> sorry, Andrew. It's pronounced boche. Boche. <laughs> bo-che. <laughs> yeah.
2: Speaking of speed, it's not very fast. It's
0: not very fast. Like sixty miles an hour. This is
2: the same year that Ludacris was doing hundred on the highway. So No
0: shit, no yeah. bitch came out this year. Yeah, yeah. so Hell it's kinda yeah. like
2: New Order are lagging behind.
3: Well, a hundred k's on the highway. Ludacris does not miles. drive in kilometres. Come on, come <laughs> on. Okay. nice try, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> You all had that in the <laughs> fucking barrel as well. You're like, oh, you know, he uses <laughs> the <laughs> imperial system. You moron. It's not fast
0: <laughs> enough for Luda. <Luter>. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have to tell people to get out the way. People would be overtaking him. If he was driving hundred,
3: are you suggesting that if a car is coming hundred kilometers an hour at you on the highway, the idea of getting out of the way is <laughs> a peak in your head? Why are you
0: driving against an oncoming car?
3: I'm saying you're standing there, and there's a car coming at you hundred k's an hour. You don't think? Why am be- I standing there if there's a car
0: coming at me? So 100 you would. M- so you do, do think
3: that 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 speed requires you to get out the I way? I wouldn't
0: be there. I would have gotten out, I would have never have been in the way so then you, The you, whole song would be superfluous <laughs> Ludicrous, I was never
3: there That just seems dangerous It's just an instrumental beat for that part, it's not <laughs> saying anything No, obviously
0: But if this is only like 96k's For anyone who wants the conversion, 60 miles an hour is 96k's So like, in that part of the lyrics Like, we could drive at 60 miles an hour It's like, we could drive reasonably Yeah is what That's he's still fast Yeah 96 k's an if hour is fast. If you did 96
3: k's on the Princess Highway, most people are overtaking you. Well, they shouldn't be because that's pretty much... The, the, the speed limit's only a few... It's 110. <laughs> is it 110, is it? It's 110. Right, I'm not a big car guy.
2: <laughs> Maybe New Order started writing this song like, into you know, like, 1993 or something, like, last release, and it was in the bank for so long, and during that time, Mm. you know, cars cars got faster. Yeah, cars got It was just an arms race, (laughs) and they're (laughs) lagging behind.
1: Yeah. I mean, the only other um, 60-mile reference that I can think of is uh, in Shut Up and Drive by Rihanna, which comes about seven years later, where she posts that her car can go from 0 to 60 in 3.5.
2: Well, that's because that's about acceleration. So yeah, that's
1: yeah, She's yeah.
0: not getting to 60 and then stopping and cruising and being overtaken by Ludacris. <laughs> <Yeah>. No way. <laughs> no, not, could you imagine? not Rihanna. No, not, not Rihanna. Rihanna. No, no. She, no. she could never.
3: She would never deign to be overtaken <laughs> no, no. by Ludo. new By New Order. Well, no one should. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. She's not driving the same speed as New
0: Order. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I think this is a tile in the mosaic of what indie rock is doing at this time. Sure. And, and as a tile, it's not introducing any new shapes any new colors, but it is sitting nicely within that picture. It's yes. is the way I kind of see it. Yes. Um, and you talk about like not being an '80s throwback, but I certainly feel like there are some '60s elements here. Like if you if you change yeah. up the production a little okay. bit, yeah, the, I can see that. The songwriting is it 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 kind of sounds a bit Beatlesy, like that kind yeah, of that kind bit. of classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. good-natured '60s psychedelic vibe, mm. which makes me reflect. Actually, if if that is the picture for indie rock at that time, well, maybe that '60s thing. Is, is more prevalent and I think that's something I might have talked about in relation to dandy Warhols which I think is actually the closest tile to this one mm. I can imagine this song um, being done by the dandies it sounds it sounds in many ways very similar to bohemian like you I think um, yeah I can see yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, and I also even th- even thematically I think you know it's about
3: Two cool people who are in love.
1: You've got a great car. Exactly, it goes sixty miles an hour, <laughs> uh-huh. just ticking Plus, things
3: off. Also, if you were like in the time of like the sixties, the Beatles, now like sixty miles an hour would have been really fast. That's back really then. fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have been zooming. That's pretty, it's pretty right. far out, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah.
0: Okay, so this song could be set in the 60s. Maybe that's maybe oh, that's yeah. the key. That's what's going on. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah it's, a, it's a classic love story between Ringo and. Mrs. His Octopus Mrs. Wife what? Mrs. Wife <laughs> <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> yeah, and, Tom, and, and the Fat It's there's just, there's oh story <laughs> the story between Thomas the Tank Engine And the Fat Controller I'm, I'm holding
0: myself back From talking about What a bop The Thomas the Tank Engine Theme is Dude it's so good <laughs> yeah. and, uh, This is it's where I so live good. my life my, uh, my life is spent Constantly Holding myself back From talking about How much <laughs> yeah. the Thomas the Tank Engine Theme <laughs> Slaps
1: That can be your postal vote <laughs> I think about it like once a day. Oh, yeah, line, for sure, for sure. It, um, look, because
0: you hear it <laughs> yeah. and you just think, oh, my God, it sounds... I, this is about trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> so sort of clearly about trains. It's so yeah. But it just goes so hard. And then yeah. there's that, that well, the well, remix yeah. of with, they put Biggie well, the Smalls over Biggie Smalls, smalls is of big cent, like, <laughs> yeah.
1: There are so many rap verses that have been put over the top of it and they all go insanely hard. Because it's a good beat. It's a really good <laughs> beat. It's what yeah. I'm saying. It's big. Yeah. yeah the like boots. a train. <laughs> That's
0: what I'm yeah, saying. Man. Yeah. yeah, man. Now we're talking. <laughs> I mean, I'm not ready to declare it is the best Theme song Theme song for a children's program mm. ever Well, that's oh. hard mm. I would Because I would, we, we do have see. some other great ones The ship Chords to sh- Ship to Shore? Oh, not even Top 10 Come
1: on, no, what? Wow. Look, that song is a no, banger No,
0: compared to like the Chords in Postman Pat that's like that's like, yeah, better. I, I, so I do like I
1: do love Postman Pat. Um, um, fi- 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 and Sam. Fi- 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 and Sam. Fi- and Sam is, is Fyman fi- Sam is practically a new wave song. Like yeah, the police yeah. could have done that song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's
0: better
2: than a lot of police songs. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, interesting. Uh, obviously, Power Rangers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, the fucking it, the, yeah, the shredding. I'd prefer X Men over that. I, for I was going to say X Men. That goes so hard. We should be saving this for like a bonus episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just do this. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, you know, we've given you a taste. Do you want more of that
3: or or <laughs> not? Yeah. You know, are you done with that? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear
0: me go on more about
3: we it? Are, of, of, we've already obviously discussed Digimon.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: You know, actually, just quickly as well. I know, like this weird that I get to talk about New Order, and I'm so excited to talk about something other than New Order. <laughs> but um, great one. Um is the, <laughs> the Where's Wally theme. Oh, yeah. Because the, the oh, yeah, deep yeah, yeah. voice guy who gets to go, there he is. <laughs> Did <laughs> you see him, huh? Did you see him, huh? Can
1: you find Wally now?
3: <laughs> so good. For our American listeners, that's Where's Waldo. <laughs> that's <laughs> Hoops to <Wallstone. laughs>
1: It's the same theme song, but they just got the yeah, singers to change like, the whole.
3: Oh, where's Waldo?
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It sounds yeah. so... Uh, it's, I've always wondered about that. Like,
3: I think it's because, like, for kids i think where's wally is the original because the guy yeah. who made it is from the uk yeah yeah definitely and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like like the slang of like calling someone a wally is like calling someone an idiot kind of thing i, I think that would be more prevalent in the uk that's though. what i thought as well though but i think that's the only reason i can think but, yeah. but then also it's weird because then the canon character of Oddlaw is the word waldo backwards so he was introduced th- post port yeah. yeah like no it has to be
0: oh god is there a good Where's Wally podcast? There's got to be. They do
2: the the finding live. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just like quite <laughs> a
2: two-minute beat in the episode where they're like, no, no, oh no. Is that him? No, that's no, him. No, oh, no, yeah, there it is. There it is. Oh, yeah.
3: cool, cool. Do you want to go to the next page or do you want to find the dog as well? No, let's find the dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All okay. right, if you want to hear
0: us do... Where's Wally Puzzles. Some, yeah, <laughs> live. We'll <we've> throw in <laughs> a couple of magic eyes. Oh, yes. I can't do them. Well, it'd be me. Explaining to you that it's a ship Okay <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's good for the listener I'll be like the the audience the insert yeah. you know? yeah. uh, Okay
1: we will pick this up The next time we talk about new order <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Be a slightly
0: less new order um, Yes At that point
1: Yes It's, just, it's, it's still new it's still, it's, still, it's, it's still new yeah, it's 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 Newish new, order, order. Yeah, 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 yeah the next time hmm. uh, But until then Keep on chugging. Oh, I can't stop thinking about it. They're back at number 89. This is Muse with Newborn. At number 89 in the 2001 Hottest 100, that is the song "Newborn" from the album Origin of Symmetry. It is our second time talking about Muse, following their 82nd placing in the 2000 Hottest 100 with the track "Sunburn." And yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be hanging out with this band for quite some time. Sunburn was like a full season ago. I know, right? <laughs> Wanna feel old? <laughs> I think I was, like, pretty sure it
2: was this season.
1: <laughs> it's,
2: it's really upset. Is it, like, in the last two episodes? <laughs> it was <the> last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like that would have been pre all you know all of it all of all that nonsense worries. all yeah. of that thing yeah. that's very funny. Yeah. wild yeah. right? Um, Sunburn was last
1: season. It was just like yes, it was last summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. at yeah, the that, beach. That, that, that adds up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is the first of three songs from the Urgent of Symmetry record that we are going to be talking about. This is my favorite Muse record.
0: Yeah, Adam. Yes, is hello. This,
1: is this your favourite music? Oh, record? don't make me choose. Come on. It's like
0: choosing between my favourite newborn.
1: <laughs> child. It's e- easy and fun. <laughs> yes. Nathan's only got one, so, you know. Yeah. Do you think that's
3: a thing that,
2: like, I don't know,
1: parents, do you actually have a favourite child? They know. They, 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 like, <laughs> they have to. Yeah. My, my, par- my parents definitely did. It's my sister.
2: My, <laughs> my nan was always very upfront that uh the, the middle like not me the middle brother like <laughs> yeah, she right. would in company of everyone be like oh Josh you are my favorite like
1: she <laughs> an older oh, brother
2: no 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 sorry he was the middle i'm Raw, the oldest right, he's, right, he's right. a great guy
0: yeah did you care
2: <laughs> were you were you trying to like you know it's like that, that trophy will be mine no i, I think it was just yet. i think it was just weird that she was so upfront about it like mm. Ace, when, dude? When you're old, you
3: just like mm. your fucks are gone, man. Yeah. Like you've given them out. Like you're gonna, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you're gonna, you're gonna put Tish
2: up your brother ranking with with no fear of the consequences. <laughs> 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 just <laughs> laminated on the wall.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Adam. Adam used to be my favorite buncher, but then I when I moved oh, to, no. to well, I moved brother. to my area, and like uh, my my uh, I, I walk up to, uh, and every time I'm there is Adam's brother. Cruncher. That's he's he's easily the best choice. He's yeah. not even and, uh, like I'm not even my oh, favorite. He, he, he lights up my day. He is a he is a he is a charm you yeah. you would have met him as the best at the I Show, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a beautiful, charming boy. Yeah, look, he's, he's the best he's,
2: one. He'll always be number two to me. But <laughs> Oh you that's <laughs> I need to change your mind on that. Like, <laughs> like, like seriously. Well, you're uh, you're like, sounds- I'm going to get worse <laughs> as a person.
3: I will start insulting you,
1: start le- letting you down. You're the only one of your family that I've met, Andrew, so I have Lucky. nothing else to
3: go off. Lucky,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Adam. Yes. We, uh, for, for periods of our lives, were yep. card-carrying Muse fans. We've seen them live. We, we know the score. Mm. Um, For a period uh, when they weren't fucking insufferable, Mm. they were really, really good.
0: I I honestly think that the one time that I saw Muse live is one of the best live shows I've ever been to.
1: Yeah, on go. That would have been Black Holes tour? Uh,
0: Yeah, it was on the Black Holes tour. There was just something really really special about that show yeah. for me at that
1: time. I've seen them twice supporting records that fucking sucked and they were still good. Like
0: calling for the encore at that show
1: mm. is the
0: one and only time I've earnestly been like, like please, please come, come back, back and play more. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, a rare feeling.
1: Mm. Oh dude, on yeah. god. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like yeah, Origin of Symmetry many people's favorite Muse album and I definitely think the uh, the arrival of Muse proper
1: Mm. Um, and yeah, they, for sure.
0: And they talk about this as well. Um, in, in creating this album, they reflected back on what they did with Showbiz and they were like, yeah, look, if there's one thing that we wanted to try and amp up, it's that we wanted to make the loud parts louder and the quiet parts quieter um, because we feel like that there wasn't quite enough difference in that in Showbiz. And I think that this is a brilliant thesis statement for that and a brilliant opening to the album and another just –
3: Great example of what Muse do. It's just the first track on the record. Yeah, oh it's the the opening of the record.
0: This is Muse doing what Muse do, which is that
3: virtuosic maximalism. This being the opening track, and that riff being the first riff you hear on the record is that's a that's a big boy. That riff riff is that riff is dummy thick. It's it is right. It it truly
0: is, and it's and it's also you know playing with that whole juxtaposition of. Which is partially Muse's thing of we're gonna do the we're gonna lull you in with the with the classical kind of virtuosity and then we're gonna come in hard and we're actually and it's gonna be like a big, solid, thumping rock yeah. riff. Like that's that is what Muse I want to do and that's what they do. There's something about Muse and this song in particular that kind of reminds me in the way that it presents itself to like being a circus show. Hmm. In that it's 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 leading you through this incredibly theatrical experience that's kind of hinging upon humans performing almost superhuman feats, but in this case, it's done purely in a in a musical kind of way. So uh, that's just kind of what it, it appeals to. That's how it appears to me. Yeah, um, which I think is kind I, I, of. Nice.
1: I think that opening bit really exemplifies. Muse as a power trio. like
0: oh, yeah. Three
3: people make this much noise. I love that power trio format so much. That riff is just so good. The bass is sounding fucking thick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. have much of a comment on the lyrical content, but I think... Um, is it Matthew Bellamy? Yeah, Matt Bellamy. Matt yeah. Bellamy, Like, his vocals... Uh, just another instrument there, like obviously quite influenced by Radiohead, um, but like mm. that really high-pitched vocal performance set against the thickness of the of the guitar and the bass is just—it sounds terrific.
0: Interesting thing about the vocals though, Maverick, which was Muse's American label, right? Uh, oh, um, they didn't. Madonna's consi- label. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> but Maverick didn't consider Matt Bellamy's vocals to be radio-friendly, and they mm. actually asked Matt to re-record the song for the US release. Now, and did they? No. Right. Matt refused. He's like, that's ridiculous and kind of <laughs> it fair <is> ridic- enough. <laughs> yeah. It? But it meant that whilst it was the album was released everywhere else in the world in 2001, it wasn't released in the US till
1: 2005.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So Absolution had come out by that point. Muse yeah. had
0: to break... From Maverick and signed to Warner Brothers Before it could get a US release Which is wild
3: Imagine like Obviously like there are some Decisions that we all make That will always be bad But imagine being the person Who said That like No no your Muse are not radio friendly enough For the US <laughs> Imagine knowing that you thought that so much That you based a huge business decision on it like,
0: and, and But just like This charted as a song Yeah Yeah in the UK, this made top 40. I think it made top 20. I think I think the chart position I saw as the peak was like number 12 or something. Mm. You have to be a pretty big it's deal in to order do to that. occupy yeah. that. And yeah. the album certainly did well yeah. over in the UK. So, like, yeah, the markets are different between the US and the UK, but they ain't that, that different. Not, not that for different, sure, yeah. You know I, I just mean? double-checked,
1: by the way, Maverick was... Co-founded by Madonna oh. um, A guy called Frederick Deman And a woman named Veronica Dashev Frederick Duman da <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Da Man. laughs> I really hope they were asking
2: Matt to re-record it With like a strong country twang <laughs> oh, so, oh, Like what? it's a real like yeah, Well, well yeah, Link it to the world Can you do it again and do it for the troops?
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 They it's wanted the troops version.
1: The newborn.
3: In my head, I think probably the sincere thing would have been, Matt, you don't sound tough
2: and manly enough. That's what I imagine it would have been. Some deep shit fucking argument uh, like there that. There is like I mean, because it kinda speaks to the dynamics that you're talking about before. Like there yeah. is a big disconnect between like the heavy prog riff stuff and then the like that the soft kind of stuff. Yeah, Radiohead's in the same ballpark as Jeff Buckley. Like that kind sure. of yeah, yeah singing yeah, yeah. and and I I reckon I can understand like uh, a music exec being like, no one like this is split between two different camps that mm. don't cross over. Yeah, oh, but it needs to go to one side if we're going to sell it, and that obviously it was wrong. Yeah,
0: I wonder if if I was coming to the song for the first time whether I would think something similar. But the way I see it at the moment is just like. Matt is doing what every other member of the band is doing and they're just doing the most virtuosic version hmm. of what they can possibly do kind of with their instrument. It's just all about exhibiting, you know, so he's got that insane vibrato, he's got that insane falsetto. It's, 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 it, it lends itself theatrically... And it gives it a theatrical voice, which is what Muse are really wanting to do. They're wanting to be just like so much larger than life. So we've talked a little bit about what we think the the song is about. Matt has said that it is about the semi-fear of the evolution of technology and how in reality it's destroying all humanity. My fear is that, I'm still quoting, my fear is that we can't control it because it's moving faster than we are. So the song's setting myself in a location in the future where the body is no longer important and everyone's plugged into a network. The opening line is link it to the world. So it's connecting yourself on a worldwide scale and being born into another reality." So We all saw the Matrix, Matt <laughs> But also I love the fact Dodge That he's this. In, in, in 2001 He's already pitching A Black Mirror episode It's like Motherfucker yeah, right? A lot of
3: people Still on dial-up, dude like, Yeah exactly. <laughs> Themes that will Go on to explore More deeply In their concept record And Magnum Opus Is it Drones? Drones
0: Drones, <laughs> it's
1: drones. Oh, yeah. what a dog shit record but, but That this, was
0: This to me Is kind of like Hearing that Was like Oh, you've always been that band you've all, just, yeah. yeah Your music was just better yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: Is anyone interested in finding out some of Muse's label mates on Maverick around this time? Because there are some surprise picks from uh, Madonna and co. Deftones is one of them. Fucking Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette was their cash cow because Mm. they signed her just before she put out Jagged Little Pill. And it came out and then 16 times fucking platinum. So there you go. Bad Brains. Bad Brains were on the label for a couple of years. Uh, Jack's Mannequin, Lenny Kravitz was on there for a little while. Uh, the Prodigy, they were the Prodigy were their US distributors, and Maverick were also one of the many labels in a bidding war for the Avalanche's.
2: If they'd ended up with Avalanche, maybe they would have suggested putting out a second record earlier. Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> <laughs> if only
2: anyone had suggested yeah. it to them. Can, Honestly, can, right? Can you,
0: can
3: you make the Vogels in Since I Left You more manly? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Since I left you.
0: <laughs> Just to look at what else was happening in Muse's life around this time. And yeah, one of the yeah. weirdest musical beefs that you're likely to see mm. uh, this is Muse v. Celine Dion.
1: I love this, I'm ready, I'm ready Whatever it is, I'm ready Celine
0: Dion planned to name her Las Vegas show Muse, but Muse had Worldwide performing rights to the name And Dion was quite, she was obviously quite Set on having Muse as the name of her show So she offered them $50,000 for the Rights to use it Uh, But they turned it down because Bellamy said We really don't want people to turn up thinking
3: that we're Backing up Celine Dion (laughs) uh.
1: Do you know how much I would pay To see
2: that? (laughs) (laughs)
3: But yeah, this this is like was like, a great discovery, like the fucking the it just yeah. Roof did, city. Had either of it, you heard this song prior no, to this? No. Yeah, the are, are the heroes here. It's just like oh it's fucking, man, for sure that that riff. It's just roof city, man.
2: Oh, so. It, it's
1: so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm not convinced on Muse yet. No, nor am I. Like, but, mm, do you re- do you reckon that might change over the next two songs? We'll, say. we'll see. But like, like
2: all the parts are good. But like, I think I don't care enough about like prog theatricality. To be like this is, You know What this is coming together To make mm. Is like And I, I I think I don't like Matt Bellamy Like Oh no He's yeah. a technically good singer But I don't like Listening to him okay. Sorry yeah.
1: No Imagine no. I'm listening in this is like, I'll make you proud Nathan <laughs> <laughs> You'll see You'll uh, all see uh,
2: I'd be really uncomfortable If Matt Bellamy Wanted to impress me
1: Number 88 This is Spiderbait With four on the floor making their return with four on the floor coming in at number 88 in the 2001 hottest 100 lucky number seven entry into the triple j hottest 100 we last heard from them in 1999 where they got three songs in from my favorite spider bait record grand slam we heard plastic we heard stevie and we heard shazam this time we are onto the album "The Flight of Wally Funk." In the states, is it called "The Flight of Waldo
2: Funk"? <laughs>
1: God damn it!
2: <laughs> very good, very good. Do you know who Wally Funk
0: is? She's a she's an amazing female aviator from Texas. Oh, that's, oh, that's cool.
2: Shit. Mm. Yeah. She, oh, uh, so she, from Texas, she, she would have been mm. Wally. Yeah. I just uh, say aviator myself. <laughs> <laughs> When you think of Wally, I was just wanted
0: to to clarify that it, it was a it was a woman. Um, no, but she was a, like she g- broke a lot of ground
3: um, as an aviator. She crash a no. lot. <laughs> no, Dumbest thing I've said in a while. Easy. No, it was good.
1: This is obviously uh, a cram song, and this falls into my personal favorite category of cram song. This is a cram song about absolutely fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is literally an excuse for him to every 90 seconds go, oh, yeah, or, all right, or, come on, or, oh, yeah.
2: It's a cram song about cram songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. he will just throw it in, and you're just like, fuck, yeah, dude. That shit rocks. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not coming to this just being like, I'm after something stimulating about how the internet's going to fucking pull us all into a black hole. No, can you just throw in like nine oh yeahs or maybe ten or twelve come ons? Sweet, thank you.
3: Because he clearly just loves doing it so much. Oh yeah, that it sounds good. Cause, yeah. cause, come on, because he's happy doing it.
1: All right, see, it's just it's just fun to do. I can imagine him just walking around the house every day, just <laughs> to no one in particular, just doing the, just doing the gardening, doing the dishes. Oh yeah. But he has to
0: earn it. He has to <laughs> have to do something new to, to achieve that. Like he makes himself a nice coffee, takes a sip and goes that. And, yeah. You know, all right. flips like, his eggs and then just yeah. like, oh yeah, you know, does his shoelaces up. But he has to, he has to earn it yeah. at least a little bit. Like,
3: when, like, you, like you got like the bit of garbage and you just toss it across the room and it lands in the waste paper bin. He's all
0: right. All right.
3: <laughs> Day in the life of crap. Oh, when something's bad like you be like if he flips the egg and it's already burned and he's just like, come on. Come, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was thinking like he just like gives himself a, a long and stern talking to him. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, damn it, Cram. Oh. Cram, you're better than that. Come on, man. And
3: now the eggs are ruined.
1: <laughs> his wife is in. Mark, did you say anything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully his wife calls him Cram. <laughs> <laughs> the other star of this is your boy and mine, wit, coming through with the absolute fucking fuzzbox riff of the goddamn century. Just oh man mm. it is it's got some fucking sauce on it mm. god damn it, it is it is like well sourced oh mm. dude yeah it's got that fuzz it's got that snarl to it this is some sports montage shit this is oh, a dude. this is a slow motion oh, fucking time. kick into goal from like halfway back on the field or some shit but
0: also training montage as well I added I think around about 10 kilos to my bench listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> I Twice. mean, fair. oh, dude,
1: Max. he would he would—he would be a great spotter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would be very Come encar- on. He would be very Come encouraging. On. Yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> Cram, if you need a gym, buddy.
1: Yes. Give fucking- us a five star. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I can understand people just being like, oh, you know, they're just kind of just doing what they do. But it's just like, you remember they're very good at what they do, <laughs> right? Like there's some fucking tunes. Some fucking tunes in the Spider-Bait catalogue. Also, it's not as hard as it will be
0: a little bit later on, but in 2001, it's still pretty tricky to make a capital R rock song. And the thing that Spider-Bait continue to do and have been doing now for, if not a whole decade, then very, very close to it. Yeah, man. Right? Is making capital R rock songs without making them in any way cliched or boring or predictable. Yeah, It's just like every time it's still fresh, it's still exciting, and yet it still trades on exactly what you want that big R rock to do. The way that the the riff, that bent kind of semi-solo kind of riff that kind of comes in later, like the fact that it's anchored around a riff in the first place, and yet you try and figure out how is this song different to like a a Led Zeppelin song, for example? And there's just certain qualities that that are and certain choices that are made. I think it's a little bit faster. I think it's a little bit more rigid. Like it's it mm. plays to this this rigidity. The I always beat, talk about how how Spiderbait come across. They, it just hits
3: different. They're, they're they're very neat. As much as that, even when they yeah. get sloppy, they're neat. Um, and that's right. They're structured. One, one thing I love about this song, um, is that it it has that kind of the guitar tone. The, Jack White did this did this a lot with the White Stripes as well. It's like yeah. having a cheap guitar with a good amp yeah. sound. Like that's I, I love that guitar tone so much. Not not that necessarily I don't know what he was, he was doing with his setup obviously, but it has that kind of aesthetic and I love that so much because it's just like it gives it a great kind of like rollicking like garage rock feeling. Like yeah. just but just through the tone alone. Like obviously the riff yeah. is terrific, but the tone I think is really fucking tight as well. And like yeah, it's clearly just. Spiderbait having lots of fun being Spider-Bait. yeah, and that's that, that's fine, man.
2: Yeah, like it, it would have been a very easy vote because it's just like, yeah, yeah, I love you know, ah, I fun. love Spiderbait. Yeah. yeah, this is what they're doing. It's yeah, great. yeah, man,
0: yeah. It's and it's exciting to listen to, and it's enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: Funny. And and you you're, you're so right, like uh, I, you know about the I guess you know the rock trends or whatever, but like it, it sticks out here, like it's still yeah, it does. even though it's something that they have kind of been doing. In one way or another, for quite a few years at this point, like it's still like, yeah, it's bright and just sounds different to everybody else. It just sounds like spider bait. Yeah, when you nail rock and it gives you that, the feeling that good rock
0: does, that dopamine hit, man. Yeah. It's, it's good, it's enjoyable, and you have to be clever about it in order to to make it exceptional. But Mm. having done that, like, you've, you've, you you can't help but craft something exceptional by, by the very nature of of achieving it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just
3: like, it, It feels like, not to denigrate their songwriting ability or anything like that, so they don't work hard, but it feels like writing songs that are of this calibre as spider bait comes naturally to them. It just feels like it's very easy for them to be spider bait and kick
1: ass. Absolutely. I think there's only one thing left to do. I need need your best one. You can go with an oh yeah, an oh all right, or a come on. But... uh, I, I, I want to hear your best one. Damn it, Cram. You, need, <laughs> you just need to focus. <laughs> <laughs> All right! There we go. Come on! There we go. Very good. Damn it, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just oh, been yeah. At number 87, this is Michael Franti and Spearhead together at last. This <laughs> is Bum Bum Rock the Nation.
4: time and an aggressive time, a painful time. A time where cynicism rots the vine In a time where violence blocks the summer shine Lifetimes, goodbye in a flash In the search for love, in the search for cash Everybody wanna be some fat tycoon Everybody wanna be on a Tropic honeymoon, nobody wanna sing A little bit out of tune, or be the backbone Of a rebel platoon, it's too soon Just to step out of line You might get laughed at, you might get fined But do you fear me when I say, I feel Pain every day, when I see the way my friends Gotta slay, they never get ahead of Bills they gotta pay, no way no Some make a living doing killing, Colombian penicillin, some are willing to play the villain, they just chilling, to pass the time, pass the information, or pass the wine, pass the buck, or pass the baton, but you can't pass the police or the Pentagon, the IRS or the
1: Michael Franti and Spearhead making their debut in the Hottest 100, coming in at number 87 in the 2001 countdown. That is the track Rock the Nation. It is the first of three songs that Michael Franti and Spearhead will be getting in the hottest 100 over the course of their careers and starting a long, long love affair that Michael Francie will have with Australia. This guy will have Jack Johnson slash Ben Harper slash Donovan Franken levels of coming to Australia. I a fucking lot. Uh, But it all starts around this time of, uh, yeah, Michael Franci breaking away uh, from his previous group, the disposable heroes of hypocrisy, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, ending up with this new group spearhead and uh, spearheading a uh, a new career for himself, which, you know, lasts to this very, very day. But in order to tell you all of those stories, we need to start right here right now on Rock the Nation by Michael Franti and Spearhead and I can't think of anyone better to do that than Nathan Harrison
2: yeah good good i don't know like i didn't know anything about Michael Franti other than
1: He's here a lot. Other than he's here a lot, and I'm not there. (laughs) Yeah, you know.
2: But he is, you know, uh, like a rapper amongst other music, you know, and an activist, guitarist, multi instrumentalist. Yeah, yeah, very beach soul hippie vibe. He has a um, a meditation retreat in Bali called Soulshine Bali.
1: Yeah, man, he lives in Bali. Yeah,
2: and he's been barefoot since 2000. Is he a barefoot activist guy? Yes! F- yes. Yes.
5: It's legal, my, motherfucker. It's legal. Come my on. Favorite, it is
2: legal. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> are you, are, have we spoken about it on the podcast before? I was yeah. no, yeah. Yeah. The barefoot yeah. is legal movement? Look, dude, if, if, it, if you don't so know good. it, look it's it up. It's so good, dude. My, my favorite weird thing, like activist thing in the world. Look it up. Bare, like, the barefoot, barefoot is legal. Barefoot is legal movement. Look it up. Hashtag it's Barefoot is legal. Oh, my God. I can't wait for it to do it They can't make
2: you wear shoes. I mean, it is legal. It's legal. It's legal and safe. So this is from his third spearhead album, Stay Human. You know, it's, I, honestly, it's better than what I thought. It. That's exactly what I had. <laughs> yeah. Like for kind of like cafe core, you know, neo soul with some rapping. It's better than that. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. Like the verses are like
1: are not too bad, and his flows all right. It's it's just pretty all right. <laughs> like it's well, yeah. Like yeah. Have have any of you heard the Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy? No. No. That's some tunes, man. Kind of late period of, you know, the kind of floral hip-hop movement of like De La Soul and uh, Tribe and all that sort of shit. Yeah, makes sense. He obviously, yeah, moved more into the kind of roots rock reggae kind of thing. But it it suits him. He's very confident in his approach here. If anyone with less confidence was kind of coming in and being like, bum, bum, rock the nation, (laughs) you'd just be like, this is a fucking hokey motherfucker doing it <laughs> yeah, no, but you, you see someone like him doing it you know with right? the, giving a state of the nation sir this is a cafe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the confidence
3: is what carries it you're right absolutely correct there deej it is a song where it's just like not super vague i guess there are some specific points being made but like just rallying against the idea of america right at the time yeah. and that kind of stuff can be good or can be totally cringy and i don't cringe at any of these lyrics he's Utterly sincere, he's an activist, like, he's absolutely true to his fucking word and he's righteous anger here kind of thing. Yeah, man. Um, it's just, from one approach, it's so much better than it should be. But from another, pro- another approach, it's like, it could be so much better than it is. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I have actually heard it before, mm. I realised, because it is in The Wire...
3: Yeah, yeah
5: that's This right. song is yeah, playing yeah.
2: In, the first, in the first season right. When the cops are tailing Avon Barksdale And see him for the first time He's playing this in the car wow. that whole time uh. yeah. <laughs> I Great wonder
1: what scene. they thought of the song I wonder if they thought it was shit <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys coming to Michael Franti completely Completely, completely new, new. Um, Adam, where, where do you stand on, on uh, Mr Franti?
0: I'm pretty much standing with you guys oh, I was yeah. really
2: hoping that you loved or hated it
0: no, barefoot right. in the field, yeah. with with the rest of you. Yeah, cool. You know, legally, legally barefoot um, out in the yeah. field. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't love someone telling me to go ooh ooh in a recorded song. <laughs> no, that stuff's bad. I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah, let's let's not and say that I did for you. Yeah, in the, it practically it's the same thing, Michael Franti. You you'll never know, you'll never know that I didn't go ooh ooh
3: with the ooh ooh as well. Like if I'm going ooh ooh listening to a uh, rap song, it's not, I'm not being asked to. And it's gonna be fucking yeah, K- is it KRS One? Uh, the sound of the police, the sound of the police. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's the, that's what I'm going ooh ooh, and I don't have to be asked. The song is like expecting me to, and I'm happy to oblige. But, but Mr. Yep. Franti. Put some shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> and put some I'd, shoes on and we'll talk about me saying, ooh. <laughs> at least
0: some flip flops. Yeah. Some um, flipped flops. Some flip, flippity. I, I, I don't know what he does, but apparently this song also features someone called DJ Spooky. Oh. So you're oh. on board now. I'm on,
1: <laughs>
2: I'm on board. He better yeah, be a
1: skeleton. Yeah, the same playing the trumpet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he better be a skeleton, otherwise that's appropriation. right? Well, well he
2: has a skeleton.
3: Okay, so he's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. well, you'd hope he does. Maybe yeah. not. <laughs> it's legal <Yeah>. to, <laughs> to not have a skeleton yeah,
0: And safe, so it's okay <laughs> The bass line kind of Almost reminds me of Rapper's Delight mm. Oh
1: yeah, I can, I can see that
0: And the flutes almost kind of Remind me of Jenny from The Block So Whoa. clearly Referencing two other very um, Important touchstones In activist hip hop
2: Also the weird like Daft Punk Oh the vocal of R- the, the Rock Nation. Cool. <laughs> dude. Like, I Voco- prefer Vo- Robot Nation <laughs> Very much
1: Vocode has been a big part of hip hop for a long time Like Africa Bambaataa and all that sort of shit You can so imagine
0: like- Matt Bellamy hearing that Rock the Nation and getting spooked
1: yeah. Yeah. What, what the, the f- fuck It's <laughs> happening It's happening
0: Oh my god Matt Bellamy would not deal with Daft Punk <laughs> oh, That would be a nightmare for all. him
1: At number 86 it's the return of Rhubarb This is light on your shoulder Rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb Indeed Peace and carrots Buffalo, buffalo <laughs> Their return to the hottest 100, coming in at number 86 in the 2001 hottest 100 with the song "Light on Your Shoulder." God damn, I sucked off a guy in a back alleyway for this. Really, I'm really? Sorry? Oh, sorry. Let's throw open the fourth wall here. We couldn't find this song anywhere.
2: It is not really available on the internet. No, much, uh, really.
1: Rhubarb are not on streaming services. It is extremely difficult to find their stuff. But yes, we did. <laughs> Somehow, some way, managed to track this down thanks to uh, a couple of our mates over yeah, on Discord. Huge
2: thanks to Nicky Mick and uh, Durkasheed for helping us out and being good little internet sleuths. Yes, or I'd like to think they just had it. Like you know, in The Simpsons when they're like, "Oh, are there any of these left?" and he looks at the warehouse full yeah, of them. Couple. We're like, "Does anyone know where we can find this?" and there's just like the CD behind them, <laughs> surrounded <laughs> by rhubarb <laughs> posters and some rhubarb because yeah. that's how much they <laughs> love the band. Yeah.
3: The last time we obviously spoke about rhubarb was when. You ruined David's life by calling by using the term dessert vegetable. Which oh,
1: yeah, which is not a thing. Categorically not a thing. <laughs>
3: it is. So, David, rhubarb, yeah. is legal. <laughs> rhubarb is legal. Rhubarb is legal. As a quick refresher, if you don't remember, Rhubarb, Brisbane rock band founded in 96, kicked around till about 2006-ish, 2006 that is. Their debut 99 record, Kamikaze, which I guess is what we were Last time we've spoken about them would have been Mm -hmm. a track from that. Exactly. yes. That took home uh, uh, the the Queensland Sunny Award, um, the coveted Sunny. Then they would later go on to release two more records and this was the lead single from 2002's Slow Motion.
2: I kind of fucking liked it. I was so ready for like after the ordeal finding it for it to To just be be a massive flop. It's fucking like
3: got some really nice soft 60s sunny production man it's fucking it, it was a very nice soft rock song and it also doesn't overstay its welcome in and out in like three minute 20 man it was quite, i thought it was kind of fucking cool it
2: made me think of sea change Beck, yeah like that what, kind, that, of, that kind thought of
1: vibe the tv show i'm just like uh, really <laughs> also yeah. yeah
2: but yeah like i i really quite like the harmonies on the yeah. vocals, and it just—it's just quite nice and lush. And like you said, it's—it's—it's it's, it's in and out. And you're like, that was nice. It's just—it's it's just very comfy, soft rock. Yeah.
1: I don't like this at all. Uh. Uh, which, yeah, I'm—I'm I'm usually the one defending a song while you two yeah. shit on something. So this is a. How does ha- it feel? Uh, oh, how does it feel? It feels good, man. Yeah. I love tearing down artists that fucking split up twenty years ago. Yeah <laughs> nice. makes me feel like a big man. That's right. Oh God, it does. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I just didn't vibe with this. Like, I guess because I had it in my head of these guys kind of being like an old rock, kind of power pop kind of band, like going off Exerciser, obviously, which is, you know, this like minute 48 fucking thrasher. I remember Triple J playing the title track from the next record, Start Again, um, quite a bit, which was another pretty like decent slice of alternative rock. Um, And then like in my travels, trying to, trying to very legally find this song i came across the title track uh for this album on youtube which is up there as rhubarb dash slow motion dot wmv just just to really you love to see it. you love to see it you really do um and even that was pretty cool like it had kind of a bit of a stereophonics/semisonics kind of yeah like pop rock kind of vibe to it and i'm just like oh yeah i wonder if this song is anything like that and it just just kind of came and went inconsequentially and i just it felt very milk toast and just very underwhelming and yeah i was just like oh, okay well that was that was definitely worth the fucking ordeal <laughs> of fucking trying to find this song I don't know, man. It didn't really click with me personally. Um, it's more about the journey than the destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, definitely. it always is.
0: I think everyone needs an arsenal of blanket songs, as in like songs that where you're like you're tired, you're on public transport, and you just want something in your ears that's kind of comforting. And I think that this is kind of a great example. Of that, if it kind of works for you, it doesn't quite get there for me. But I kind of, I kind of liked that. That's what they were going for, and whatever. I imagine it was great for all the tired people on trains in two thousand and one, mm-hmm. and uh, you got to love that. Listening you to it on their it.
1: Zooms? On, yeah, on their, on, their, on their discmans. Yes,
0: yeah. I, I think, I think, I as soon as the song started, I very quickly realised I knew what it was doing, and it never surprised me from there. And considering what it was doing, yeah, I, I, I think I just wanted a little bit kind of. More from it in in that kind of way. It's a beanbag. The song's a beanbag. Mm. It's a bit hard to get enthusiastic about a beanbag. They're <laughs> fucking comfy, man. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know. They're it, hard to get out of. It's not like you look at a really nice chair and mm. you're like, whoa. It's well, a
2: beanbag. We've been bag. here before. We've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> We're about- really? We talked about, about chairs. We <laughs> talked about chairs. No, we, we talked chairs. about that one particular chair. <laughs> yeah, that chair that I love. Yeah, yeah. some chairs yeah, are. Yeah, I guess like. You know, it's nice to sit in a beanbag, but you're never going to be like, whoa, a beanbag? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah.
1: I slept on a beanbag once. There you go. On oh Adam's
0: no. kitchen
2: floor. Uh, huh. In like 2009. Uh, and I was like, where was I? <laughs> yeah. Maybe in that kitchen was some rhubarb. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no, there wasn't any rhubarb in my okay. I don't think there's ever been a timer I've had
0: <laughs> No, uh, I don't mind it, I just wouldn't make it myself no, Yeah, that yeah, that's fair You know, I, uh, I, I, I'm not it, a big dessert
3: guy no. I'm a big vegetables guy It's mm. nice um, in a, um, yeah. Uh, what are they called? Like a, not a croissant Like a pastry, a Danish rhubarb. Oh yeah, yeah oh, rhubarb, yes, yes. rhubarb yeah. Yeah. Danish oh. is quite tasty. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I had an apple and rhubarb uh, crumble yeah. Not very long ago, mm. which was delicious Yep, mm-hmm. did you make that yourself? No Okay had, it, had said, it out mm, Interesting mm. is all
1: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make it mm, Okay then Sure oh, yeah. Not supportive of DIY Are mm, we
2: Yeah, okay. yeah alright Go off King <laughs> mm. <Yeah.
1: laughs> That brings us to the end Of yet another episode Of Hottest 100s And thousands Thank you so much For listening We love you We appreciate you Before we get out of here We are going to pick Our favourites our least favourites And continue The ever-continuing story Of Carryover Chip And Carryover Chop I'm already here. I might as well go first. Uh, My favourite song of this lot, I reckon I'm going to give it to Newborn. Coming back to this song after years of not listening to it, um, because I just yeah haven't felt the need to listen to Muse in a long time. Like I was just like, yeah, this song still fucking whips, man. Um, Least favourite, I'm going to go with Light on Your Shoulder by Rhubarb. Uh, But I am going to keep both my champ and my chump, Adam.
0: Yeah, Newborn, um, also my favourite ep- uh, from this episode. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm happy to just go ahead and give it a spoiler. I'll make it a champ because it's not going to be bam. there for very long. There <laughs> <So>. we go. <laughs> Ooh, what does he mean? What does he mean? <laughs> uh, tune in next week. Uh, my least favourite is Rock the Nation because something's got to be. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I don't like being told to oo ooh. Mm. I will yeah. ooh ooh, sir, when I feel like ooh <laughs> oohing. Yeah. No, you no. have to
2: earn my oo ooh.
1: You
0: do. You yeah. can't just say, do it. Yeah. You know? I feel less inclined, if anything,
2: having. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's that Pingu um, with yeah. his arms folded who's like, well, now yeah. I don't want. You know, I, yeah. I was happy to ooh ooh. Now and I'm going to me to? Yeah. I'm going to wear
3: two pairs of shoes just
0: to make
2: up for <laughs> yeah. the ones you're not wearing, <laughs> <Yeah>. Michael Francie.
3: <laughs> yeah, n- none of these are particularly stinkers, but Rock the Nation is my least favorite. My chump remains little things, obviously. Uh, and look, I'm gonna say like my favourite from this was Spider-Bait Four on the Floor, and it's not like a like a an especially brilliant song, but it is my new champ because there hasn't been a like few eps of absolute bangers yet. So I'm gonna yeah. give Spiderbait my new champ.
1: Will allow me to be the first to say, all right,
2: <laughs> yeah, all right, oh yeah. If Cram's listening, he probably said that. Um, I think my least favourite is Newborn, but I'll stay with, I'm pretty sure, Good your, Charlotte. Your least is my... favourite is Newborn? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, right. I just, I he, mean... Just doesn't like... Nope. Not, not there.
0: For yeah. every phone that Matt Bellamy doesn't want you to look at, you're going to look at too.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, phone's illegal, man. Yeah, phone's <laughs>
0: illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Go um, look up some shoes online. There you go. Now
1: I'll double get it all. <laughs>
2: uh, favorite. Let's go with Spider Bait, but I think I'll keep Pennywise as my champ. I think Pennywise is my champ. <laughs> um. <laughs> but, but like you said, like there hasn't been any. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for a something
3: a good well, song. I wonder if Adam will argue very strongly about a song next week. Mm, I doubt that. There's only one way to find yeah. out.
1: You'll have to uh, come, come back, and uh, no, it's not find out. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: (laughs) 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 look, it's very easy. What I'm saying for people to look up what songs we're talking about next week, and 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 any week actually, because the list has been out for quite some time. (laughs) Yes, right. And I just want to, I just want to be clear. I'm not talking about (laughs) Crazy Town. Butterfly has been. That's not the song I was. That's not what I was alluding to.
2: if, If you, of all people, loved that song as much as you love like. Jeff Buckley. (laughs) Well, let's 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 save this for next week. We've Uh, got some
3: uh, good good forward sell though. I think we did that. Or indeed, if you're catching up late on this, save it for when you press fucking plus thirty to get past my. Oh boy, you
0: you you, you, and you would be pressing it so quickly (laughs) because you are amped after this amazing, amazing forward sell. Oh yeah, yeah, big time, amazing. (laughs) It's just so
2: good. If I say it's amazing enough, it's you know. I heard it was amazing. Mm. Yeah, it's so there's, there's chatter. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, I went into a cafe and everyone was talking about how it was amazing. Michael Franti was there. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, he
1: was definitely
2: there. Made
0: him go ooh. ooh. Mm. We didn't ask him
2: to, but he did.
1: <laughs> yeah. But he did. On behalf of Mr. Nathan Harrison, uh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I said a bunch of uh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> Mr. Andrew McDonald
3: oo oo is legal.
1: <laughs> My name is David James Young, and everything is good for you-oo. Oh yeah! Come on, motherfuckers, come on! Come on motherfuckers
4: come on. Yeah. come on, motherfuckers, come on! Come on, motherfuckers, come on! Come on, motherfuckers, come on! Release the brainstorm to make the motherfucking brain warm some kind of lyrical. Biggie the bastard. So that's kind of spiritual. Well, in God we trust. Guns our but it's not that trusted. So what's And all. do you know yeah. where you're going to? Do you like the things that I bring? I got not stop it like a
5: leprechaun.